So I think the first step that I would always recommend is to just listen a little bit more to your own body and become a scientist in your own life of understanding how you react and how you know that something is a really good idea and something is not. And when you then kind of pair that with a bit of trust to follow those hunches as they arise, I think it's quite easy to find a pattern. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. We're fortunate today to have Yana Schubert as our guest. Yana is a results coach who has become a source of inspiration to others through workshops and various speaking engagements. Yana's goal is to leave her clients full of energy and transformed with real, tangible results. She is the founder of Alive in Berlin, which is a global gathering devoted to personal transformation that takes place on the 30th and 31st of May of this year, which is 2014, in what some would argue to be Europe's most exciting city, Berlin. <laughs> the event brings together world-class experts, visionaries, and change makers from a variety of communities and disciplines to explore the common threads that connect us and make us come alive. Yana, welcome to the show. Wow, what an introduction, Jared. Thank you so much. And yes, that's exactly what it's going to be about. I'm so excited to be here and thanks so much for having me. Oh, I'm thrilled. In your event, I've, just from what I've seen, it's very compelling. It's very exciting. So we're going to dig into that a little bit deeper. But before we dig into that, let's talk about a different type of event, and that's concerts. What's the best concert that you have ever been to? Oh, wow. That's definitely got to be Beyonce's concert that I went to a few years ago. I actually went there on my own, and it is very far from here in the Nottingham Arena. And it was just a massive stadium packed with people. There must have been at least 10,000. The atmosphere was super electric. And oh my God, those guys that were there, they must have had quite a lot of good dreams after that because she <laughs> was so freaking hot. I mean, wow, what a woman, eh? The hard worker, but very, very amazing concert. So. And so you went to that by yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember exactly why. There wasn't a particular reason. I guess there wasn't really anyone who wanted to come at the time or spend the money. But I totally loved it. I was just like dancing away. It was phenomenal. <laughs> so did all the single ladies resonate with you? <laughs> I suppose at the time, well, I've been married with my husband for five years and together with him for 12. So I was definitely Good. not single. Yeah, that song totally yeah makes my heart sing. It's amazing. So your hands may not have been up in the air. That's okay. right. <laughs> okay. All right. All good. So let's segue. Let's go in and finish this sentence. I'm going to give you the beginning of a sentence if you'd be willing to complete it. Sure. And the first one is, if you ever visit Berlin... Yeah, if you ever visit Berlin, you've got to ha either have a coffee with me and my sister, but definitely have to go to a little place called Café Krona which is in the super cool area of Berlin. And it's just this magical little place that I think is combining like the relaxed atmosphere with you can work there, which is always a big one for me because I basically work anywhere and everywhere I can. And they have the best breakfasts and cakes. So a definite must check out. Oh, wow. So let's just go there for a minute. So breakfast, what's the breakfast of choice? Yana? Ooh, for me, honestly, my very, very favorite breakfast of all times is I have almost, this is sounding slightly sad, I suppose, but I have bacon and eggs in any variations most of my days. And oftentimes it's coming in a form of an omelet with some leek. And mm. yeah, so leek, bacon and spinach and some egg is like my ideal combination for breakfast. <laughs> 
some of the listeners right now are saying that doesn't sound sad. That sounds glorious. <laughs> well, so. I think so. But what I mean about sad is like I literally could eat that every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and some people would probably encourage you to do that. Definitely. So <laughs> sticking with finish the sentence, in order to make a major change to shift our perspective and raise our lives to a new level, we need to... We need to have role models, I think. It just so helps when we see somebody who is doing what we think is impossible, right? Like that's what we love. We love seeing inspirational people. And it's often because they do something we didn't think was possible. So even if it's something really small and simple, or it is as big as like losing 50 kilos of weight or um, becoming fit, running a marathon, it just is such a helpful tool to have somebody to look up to. But also what I think is coming alongside of that is having a peer group of those kinds of people that have that standard, because Mm -hmm. it just helps us pull us upwards. I think we have this tendency and they do say like you're a reflection of your five best friends, whether that's financially or otherwise, but we just have this tendency to get pulled up to a standard and want to fit in. So of course, if we choose a peer group or a role model that is a little bit further ahead of us, that where we want to go, then I think we're just automatically rising up to that challenge and that makes it so much easier. Absolutely. Yana, would you be willing to share some of your role models? Oh, entirely. Yeah. So I have actually got, I mean, so many people supporting me in different areas of my life, whether they are coaches themselves or people that I've worked with in in the sports field. I have definitely a couple of coaches in the CrossFit world. And one of the people I work with in America in one of the coaching organizations I work with, he's like the most inspirational leader I have ever worked with. And he just manages to pull out the team around and really be such a leading light that I find that amazingly inspirational. So my work with, for example, the 15 volunteers that are working to to pull the conference together. So I'm learning huge amounts from him there. And then it's sometimes really like what you would call ordinary people, like people around me. For example, I have a singing coach that is just in the local community, super active, bringing ladies together to sing. And I sing in a choir there. And I also take some private lessons. And she just says them like wisdom, truth bomb type stuff you know, every now and then. <laughs> and I found singing lessons are so, it takes so much courage to sing, right? But she would say things like, you want to let go because then the voice can really come out and stuff. So she's really inspiring in a very, very different way. Does your choir sing Beyonce? Um, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe yeah, your not. choir needs some. <laughs> <laughs> no, needs but some we do have like literally from everything and anything. So at the moment, we're, for example, working on a sing a song by Gary Barlow. So it's like it can be poppy. Um, and Rocky is not just like a church choir. So we're a bit like the misfits, I think. We're quite cool people. <laughs> awesome. Earlier, you mentioned CrossFit. And I was curious, what role has your background with the lifestyle design and CrossFit hmm played into what you're doing with the Alive in Berlin event? That's a great question, Jared. I think for me, the path has been really, it started with work and being dissatisfied around work. My career previously was in finance and marketing. And that's really where I started off. But it led me very quickly down this path of like, okay, fixing my work world first, and then 
doing what I physically thought never to be possible. And CrossFit came in quite late, actually, only about a year ago as a way of, of challenging myself and stepping up and learning to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Because boy, anyone who's done CrossFit knows that even if you think you're really fit, and I was in a running club, I'd done lots of stuff before, P90X, you name it, I've done it. And still, whenever I go into the box and I train, I am at the edge, like you have to be. That's the push, that's the challenge. And so whether it's from the background of coaching and creating a life that you really are excited about, um, especially a work world that you're excited about, or CrossFit, I think it's what it combines into in a life is that I've just acknowledged that life isn't just amazing when you have one area of your life figured out, right? Like we want to step it up in all different areas of life so that we can feel excited and engaged and present and really like we're growing. Because as you know, I'm sure you've had this before, everything in the universe either grows or dies. So if we're not growing, if we're not stepping up and um, we're not being challenged, we can have everything and be still really dissatisfied. So for me, Alive just acknowledges the fact that it isn't just about one area, marketing, design, technology, or health in isolation that makes us feel truly alive. Diana, what compelled you to start Alive? It was a seed that was planted three years ago when I flew over to Phoenix, Arizona for a mastermind group meetup with my previous mentor. And at the time there, I was a little bit frustrated whilst being blessed. So it was a bit of a blessing in disguise type of thing because I was like, this is so amazing. I love it. You know, coming over to the US to do this kind of stuff and connecting with these coaches and these other amazing people. But when I go home, I don't have this kind of a network. This is all virtual. And mm. I really wanted to have something like that back in Europe, back here. So I'm German by origin, but I've been in the UK now for 11 years. And neither here nor in Germany, I had a, like a network of people that were like me, that got me, that I could have conversations with about blogging and marketing and being a solopreneur and what it means to work from home on your own and learning to deal with that in a different situation, those kinds of things. So it was really a selfish act, I guess, of wanting to create this network. But for a long, long time, I had a long list of reasons of why I could never pull anything like that off. And how do you create a community anyway, right? Like, how does one do that? And who was I to do it anyhow? And so my mentor, Susan, said at the time, look, because I was like, I just wish somebody would take me under the wing and tell me how to do it and what to do, mm -hmm. you know, where the hell to go. And um, she said, Jana, you have to become the leader that you're looking for. Mm. And I was like, whoa, okay. I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> so wow. really, it has been a three-year journey and the idea kept creeping up. And then last year, I just at another conference just made the decision to just go for it because I acknowledged that I was never going to be at the right time with the right skills in the right moment to pull this off. So now I'm just growing with it. Well, Yana, congrats on that. And there's a lot of listeners to this show that are right there where you were just a year or two years ago. And they're feeling like, you know, I don't necessarily have this massive platform or this massive social media following mm. or a PhD or I haven't published a book. Yana, that describes you on a lot of levels, yes. but you're still making some amazing things happen. So how are you starving the doubts to accomplish so much with what could be perceived as so little? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I still perceive it as little, to be honest. 
it's quite easy to look at other people who have big platforms and who have hundreds of thousands of followers on social media or on their blog. And I do definitely not have that. But what I acknowledge, I think, is that I do have the people that I do have in my network they believe in me and they trust me and they know they've seen results with me, like previous or current clients, for example, but also friends who've seen me change over the years. And when I shared the mission with them, they couldn't help but be compelled to support and to really get in underneath that mission with me and carry it forward. And so I don't know whether having a following of 10,000 or 100,000 is necessarily going to give you the right or the same sort of support that one would need because isn't it just as meaningful to have three, four, five, six, ten people who believe that what you want to do is feasible and that are there rolling up their sleeves as it would be to have a following that can read about it on your blog. I, to be honest, I definitely coach myself on that on the days where I'm doubting that I can pull it off. But then I just count my blessings and look at the amazing people who are with me in this and that I'm not on my own because I couldn't do it on my own. And then I'm okay again. <laughs> and it's impressive to see that despite the doubts and, and not having some of those things that most people think you should have, you're still making moves, still generously connecting and big things are starting to happen. So congrats yeah. on that, Yana. That's very right. commendable. What does it mean? I saw this on your website mm -hmm. for the Alive event. You say, come alive, connect, and play. What does that mean? That's a great question, too. When I think about Alive, it really is about this connection piece for me. Because, And when I say connection, it isn't just connection with others. I also mean connection with oneself, uh, first and foremost, and connection with a partner or with the family and friends as well as that community that we're all really longing for. And especially in uh, times like these where my work is entirely virtual. I've got 50 clients literally from Australia to the east and west coast of the States. So all my work is virtual. And that can be great in some respects, but in others, it means it's almost like you're more lonely. And I've come to crave just a coffee chat with a friend in the coffee next in the next village. And none of my best friends are local to me. Alive is really a very big mirror of my life and my experience of life. But what I've learned is that it isn't just my experience and that there are a lot of people out there who are sometimes feeling that lack of connection. And when we have that deep coffee chat or the experience of meeting somebody new at a big conference or joining a new community like CrossFit or singing or whatever it may be for the individual, then... I do think that we all have this sense of being in the present and really connecting with one another. And then I think that's where magic really happens. So my outcome, my goal for this conference is to have people walk into a room of like-minded people where they go like, wow, these guys really get me and they're freaking amazing. I want to have that peer group to support me and carry me through and know that they're just around the corner from me and not across the oceans in whichever direction. So... Yana, what encouragement do you offer to the listeners who are experiencing that lack of connection or they're discontent with their work or they mm. just feel like they're struggling to find purpose? Mm, that's a great question. So I think when somebody is disconnected in a lot of circumstances, it's firstly disconnection with oneself. Because what I see over and over and over is that people have lost the, they have a gut feeling 
they can even feel it, they can hear it, they know what the instinct says to them for them to do, or even what they are here to do. And then they're really fantastic at having the mind or the brain override that truth. Because sometimes what I find is like, we can know in our body very, very strongly. We have sometimes these gut reactions, right? Like real strong adversity or really strong, like feeling in favor of an idea. We can look at a job advert and go like, oh my God, holy crap, this sounds really exciting. And we know our body is like, hell yes. And then mm. we could go like, oh yeah, but I don't have the right experience. I'm not old enough, not young enough. And the beliefs kick in that may prevent you from pursuing the opportunity. So I think the first step that I would always recommend is to just listen a little bit more to your own body and become a scientist in your own life of understanding how you react and how you know that something is a really good idea and something is not. And when you then kind of pair that with a bit of trust to follow those hunches as they arise, I think it's quite easy to find a pattern. And the other thing is when people talk about passion and purpose, I don't think that these things just one day show up on your doorstep. I think they come up and show up by trying different things. I didn't go to the choir knowing that it was going to be such a passion for me. I didn't show up at the CrossFit box knowing that it was going to evolve into being part of who I am now, right? This just evolved out of just following a hunch and following what sounded good at the time. So if you have that ability to, yeah, I guess feel a little bit uncomfortable for a moment, because I certainly was when I started singing, I still am. Oh my God. Um, but <laughs> I think then that's where the magic can happen for sure. That helps you figure out a lot more. And as long as you in each moment follow that desire, that heart that leads you, then it is bound to lead you to greater things and to real purpose. Wow. Yana, let's talk more about the event. The Alive event will have a lot of action field speakers and keynotes. I noticed Chris Gilbo is, is going to be there. Mm -hmm. What can the attendees expect from the sessions? And then who are some of the speakers? Yeah, I mean, you just mentioned Chris, who I'm very honored to call a friend over the years now, um, who's coming from Portland. And him and Pam actually were the two first speakers that I asked to attend and to come and join us and inviting them to come to Berlin because I respect them so highly for what they have achieved and what they are doing with their work and their lives that I just knew that they were my lucky charms so I had set out like I knew if they both said yes I would feel safe like I would feel good about it and excited about it because I really think that what they have to say needs to be shared as well and apart from those two there we have at the moment another four keynote speakers because we have these different areas of life that we're covering. So Pam is talking about the body of work and really how we can find the common thread that's running through our lives to express our purpose in work. And Chris is talking about really all the adventure and fun and excitement and really pursuing something that you think is worth doing. And so he's looking at that piece. But then we also have Carl Paoli, who's coming from San Francisco. And he's one of the most widely recognized coaches in the cross world, because he's got an amazing style I saw him live and I was just like Carl you've got to come to live like you're just a perfect fit for this because he's got a really varied background as well in terms of the sports he's been doing and he's half Spanish half Swedish by origin 
and grew up doing gymnastics in Spain to up to European level. So he's a very unique character, but an amazing teacher as well. And he'll be talking about how we use our bodies and how we can really use it to express who we are as well in sports and in movement. Along the same lines, we have Dr. Carolyn Edison, not a very high profile speaker in terms of like having a massive following like we talked like before. But I also wanted to make sure that we have some known and some unknown figures in there. And um, she is a GP, a general practitioner here in the UK, as well as an acupuncturist. And really what she's going to be explaining is how we can be in health and in balance by acknowledging that health isn't just the absence of disease, but really actually it is having those different areas in alignment that we'll be discussing at Alive as well. And then we have also got Sarah Peck, who's an amazing young woman, completely one of those, you know, you asked about inspirations. Wow, she's definitely one of those for me and um, incredible writer and blogger, but also she has this unique gift of talking about topics that aren't so tangible, like gratitude and loneliness and grace, for example, that she'll be talking about this whole connection piece that we mentioned earlier of really in this world of isolation and loneliness, how we can connect more with ourselves and with others. So I'm really curious to share that with the audience and see how she contributes to that event for sure. And then the sixth keynote speaker is talking about a very exciting, sexy area of passion and polarity and he's really like Ben Austin is is a colleague of mine as a coach but also an incredible source of inspiration for me and many 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 people many of his clients and workshops that he leads by bringing to them how to own your power like how are you radically authentic Um, and what the magic that can happen when you are like when you're stepping up to owning your power like that so we will be talking about those presence and feminine and masculine energy type topics but also about how to have multiple orgasms which i think a lot of people would be quite excited to hear about so that would be very fun And apart from those core speakers, because we do want to leave a lot of space for people to reflect, which I'll come on to in a moment, we have a few contributors that people that like you and me who have do something amazing with their lives and who are not the kind of featured TED speaker, New York Times bestsellers like Pam and Chris, for example, but just have mastered an area of their lives in a way that I think is absolutely worth sharing. And so what we want to do with those smaller sessions and the workout sessions is to give people real practical tools and the reflection time to look at, okay, well, where am I in this area of my life? So in the health, in the personal relationship, sex type area, in in my work situation, in my fun area, where am I and what do I actually really want from that going forwards so instead of just overwhelming people with inspiration we want to make sure that they have the time to reflect and we'll be doing some coaching some practical guidance to help people walk away with something actionable because i think one of the things that frustrated me most when i've been to other conferences was that you can leave on this amazing inspiration high and be almost like overwhelmed with all the things that you could be doing. But then you come back home and real life kicks back in and then it's kind of lost. So what I want to do and why I think Alive is more of a movement and a community going forwards is to have people walk away with real steps and real small things that they can do when they get back home to ensure that they keep up the momentum and they actually really do create lasting change.
Yana, organizing an event can be very challenging. So what advice do you offer to the listeners who may want to consider putting together an event of their own in the future? Hmm, I think it was quite interesting because somebody recently mentioned on Facebook that if you want to find out how truly amazingly, insanely awesome you are, then you should plan an event. (laughs) And that made me laugh because it's definitely a mega, mega big stretch. But what I have reflected on with regards to organizing something that I like this out of nothing is that the first thing that I would always say is to surround yourself with eight players. I think it's so, so important to have people around you, whether they're actively involved in the event or not, doesn't even matter that much. But you want to have people around you that are definitely supporters of you and the idea that have real skills that you can imply and count on, you know, that you can definitely rely on, I guess is the word I was looking for. So yeah, absolutely. A players. Like I mentioned, this isn't necessarily just people that you pay, you know, whether it's the videographers or people that take do technical stuff or putting together websites, etc. Of course, there'll be some things that you'll have to pay for. But really, even in the team of volunteers, I'm so honored to say we have some amazing people on board that are just real executors. One of the key lessons that I've learned is that there is a difference between people who like the idea, who love it, who support it in philosophy and in spirit. And then there are others who also bring the skill and the execution to the project who really then make sure that stuff happens. Because like, for example, myself right now, I'm continuing with 50 clients whilst doing this. And that's become a real challenge because I'm feeling like I'm doing two full-time jobs at the same time. So being able to count on some of those people in our team is incredibly valuable. Secondly, I would say you've got to make sure that you can be in a resourceful state. If you want to find a lot of reasons why you shouldn't be doing and why you can't be doing it, you won't. (laughs) So if Mm. I don't make sure that I am in a state where I can be resourceful and believe in myself that I will find the answers even when I don't have them yet. That is priceless, I think, because otherwise, like I say, it's very, very easy to talk yourself out of it very quickly. And you've got to, I guess, be sure to really, really want it too. And last but not least, I would probably say to not be shy to ask for help, right? Like I've reached out to a lot of people and asked them for help, for support, for anything that might be relevant at the time. And it could be as simple as just listening to me whinge for 15 minutes. So, yes. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> I, I'm not always chappy. I tell you that. That's the that's the truth and reality of it. <laughs> Fair enough. So, you mentioned some of your role models earlier mm. on. And who else is doing something that interests you? Mm, that's a good question. Let me have a think. Who else is doing something that interests me? At the moment, I mean, do you want names like of real people or? Uh, I like fake people. So <laughs> we could start with... No, I mean, so, but you do want names, yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't necessarily have to be in coaching or in this yeah. live space. It could be someone, uh, it could be anybody really, but just somebody that's caught your attention. I mean, recently, one of the reasons why a couple of guys of the other contributors are on board at Alive, Michael Gavin, for example, or Leah Holzer or John Whittle, they are the kinds of people that do something that I just find fascinating. So, And they might not be as massive in the public space yet. They're concerned with adding real value to the people, whether it's John with spoken word poetry 
you would not think that when you meet him first of all he's a crossfitter he's a phd student and then suddenly it turns out that he writes theater plays and does spoken word poetry and does it extremely well or leah who's building her own business at the moment and just has this amazing gift for getting stuff done i mean it's unbelievable so she'll share her tools and really anything that's to do with adding joy to people's lives and building a community that's become a really big topic for me like building communities so of course there are people in that area such as Jonathan Fields or Chris Gilbo or the big blogs and brands that we all I suppose follow um, because they've mastered to enroll people in their vision and that's what I'm learning about most at the moment because it's a skill like the storytelling Sarah Peck is very very strong on the storytelling stuff so I'm learning around that at the moment most of all yeah and I'm very excited about the live event and just your willingness to come on Star of the Doubts and share what you're learning and what you're going through and transparency with all of that thank you what is the best place for the listeners to learn more about the Alive event in Berlin and stay connected with everything that you are doing online. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for asking. Absolutely. I think the easiest place is to start out with the website that we have beautifully built, um, which is called just www.aliveinberlin.com. So quite easy to remember. That will link up to the Facebook page where we've got lots of interaction going on, a blog that we've put together where we're interviewing all the different speakers and people can get an idea of that. But also, for example, we're using Pinterest quite, I think, innovatively by pulling our special guide to Berlin together on Pinterest because it's got this cool map feature nowadays and um, all hotel recommendations and hostels and cafes and bars and that kind of stuff we all collect on Pinterest and they're all linked up from the website as well so that'll give you a pretty good start. Fun. Yana, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? Do it. Just freaking do it and do something, I think, is the message. It doesn't really matter whether it's perfect, whether it's right the first time around, who's involved, but just doing something would be my core message because it will have a ripple effect. It does have magical results I think when people start taking action and it could be as small as drinking a glass of water a day more to help you heal your body or running once or twice a week it doesn't really matter it doesn't have to be as big as writing a book or opening a blog or having a conference but yeah I think you showing up in the world is priceless Yana, thank you for that. Best wishes to you and your husband and your business and the Alive in Berlin event. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Life isn't just amazing when you have one area of your life figured out, right? Like we want to step it up in all different areas of life so that we can feel excited and engaged and present and really like we're growing. Because as you know, I'm sure you've had this before, everything in the universe either grows or dies. So if we're not growing, if we're not stepping up and we're not being challenged, we can have everything and be still really dissatisfied. So for me, Alive just acknowledges the fact that it isn't just about one area, marketing, design, technology, or health in isolation that makes us feel truly alive.